was supposed to have a guest today, but as you can see, that didn't work out. It happens. People's schedules change. They get distracted by things. You know how it goes. It happens to me. But that means I didn't plan a show today. So, here I am with a microphone, no guest, and hadn't really thought anything to say. Could guess I could do the post office show, but like I said yesterday, if if you haven't figured that out by now, there's not really a whole lot of I can say to you that's going to matter. You've already made your decision, and that's that. So, even though I don't normally do from the hip news analysis, I guess kind of stuck with that today. If you don't like it, well, there's a stop button on whatever it is you're listening to. If, there, if you do like it, well, it's a rarity, so I guess we should do it. And the biggest news story in the country right now is Kenosha, Wisconsin. I have never been to Kenosha, Wisconsin. I can't even imagine the circumstances that would ever take me to Kenosha, Wisconsin. Sorry, Wisconsin, where the real Americans live. I have been to Wisconsin a long time ago. I think it was 1970. I'm going to say eight, but it might have been 76. I'm almost sure it was 78. Not that it matters because it doesn't. But um, in in my dad was doing some continuing education for his uh, pastorship. My dad was kind of unique. He didn't go to seminary. He was ordained as a pastor without having gone to seminary because he was a brilliant guy. He is a brilliant guy. He's not dead. Um, and so, but part of that deal was he had to do some continuing education for this stuff and and continue learning about stuff. And so he would have to go to these conferences around the country and we were not a wealthy family growing up. And so they would turn them into these family vacations. We would all load up into the 15 passenger maxi van and drive to wherever the convention was. And then while dad was at the convention, mom would take the five of us out to sightsee or whatever. And this particular year, it happened to be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where the real Americans live. And what I remember about the trip was three things. Number one, uh, the gas station that caught on fire while we were gassing up. The people next to us, I guess, were still smoking. And kids, this is back when gasoline was actually really flammable and really dangerous and still had lead in it. Um, and we had to abandon the car. We, we were fine, as it turns out. They got the thing put out and nothing happened. But I remember that happening. I remember this hotel we were in in downtown Milwaukee. It was one of those old style, like in the Ghostbusters hotels. It was one of those. And I remember it being, it's, it's the kind of thing now where I would go to and I would, I, would, I would love it. In those days, however, it was just boring. And I remember we took a cruise out on Lake Michigan. We got in the... Uh, cruise boat. We were gonna. We we're supposed to actually go out on Lake Michigan, and it was supposed to be one of these six, seven, eight-hour cruises. And it turned out to be just tooling around the the little harbor there because a storm had come up, and the water was too rough. 
And it had to be 78, maybe even 79, but it had to be 78 or – no, it had to be 78 because 79 we were in August. At any rate, I, I knew at that point that I was going into the Navy even then. And so what I remember about me is being on that boat in this rain-swept, windy, rocking boat, and I was standing out on the, the forecastle, just really enjoying myself while everybody else huddled inside. <laughs> and one of the crew members asked me about that. And so well, I am joining the Navy in a couple of years, so might as well get used to it, right? And then I went to submarines. That's what I remember about going to Wisconsin, where the real Americans live. So I've never been to, I've never been to Kenosha, and I've never been... Uh, back. And again, I can't even imagine the circumstances that would ever cause me to go back uh, to Wisconsin. The riots that are taking place, the protests that are taking place, the shooting that precipitated this all is problematic in a lot of ways. Like many of you, I watched the video I certainly have my opinions, and we were going to talk about that today with my guest, but I guess uh, you just sent me a text. We'll reschedule that for tomorrow, which means Constitution Thursday will actually be on Friday. Hopefully that's okay. I, I, I really wanted to talk to him about this because I feel like there's some things in that video of the shooting that caused me to ask a lot of questions. They should ask, everybody should be asking questions. The problem is, Right now, we have no answers, and we have no way of getting those answers. We, we can't – I guess if I've learned anything from this fracas that's been going on in this country for a while, it's that videos can be badly misleading and at the same time can be manipulated in such a way that – you see what you want to see from your confirmation bias. The prima facie example of this is the Zapruder film of the assassination of President Kennedy. When it was first published, there were frames published in Life magazine out of order. Even today, people look at the Zapruder film and they see exactly what they want to see. They see evidence for shots from the rear. They see evidence for the shots from the front. It depends on what you already believe. Because what you believe has already tainted what you see. What you believe about the protests, what you believe about the police, what you believe about how the police interact with African Americans has already tainted how you see that video. And so to sit here and rationally frame by frame discuss the video is, is really just an exercise in what I already think. My wife was watching a, a TV program last night, and I found, and it was a program of a very prominent conservative commentator, and what I found myself getting was angry about it because he was making assumptions that were not facts and evidence. And the thing that he kept saying over and over again was, I can't think of any reason why this would be the, uh, any other way. Well, the fact that you can't think of any other reason doesn't mean that there's no other reason. It, you have, it, he kept saying himself, we don't know the answers, but I can't think of any other reason why it isn't the way that I think it is. This is the problem that we have, and this is the problem that we're going to face, and this is the problem that's, that going forward, we're going to, it's going to get worse. 
there are questions about why the 17-year-old was there at the riots last night. I've seen that video. I've seen those discussions. I've seen the pictures of the supposed medic with the gun in his hand. I've seen all this. But again, wasn't there. I lack context. I lack answers to those questions. The number one question I would ask, the number one thing I would want to know, is why the hell a 17-year-old thought it was a good idea to take an AR rifle to a protest? I mean, I hate to go back on what I just said, but I personally cannot think of any good reason why he would do that. Defending my home is another matter. If, if they were attacking my home, and I would, yeah, I get that. I have no understanding of why a 17-year-old would think it wise or even useful to haul his butt down there with a, with a long rifle and do what? There is apparently video. I've not seen this video, but I'm told that there is video of a police officer communicating with him before the shooting and handing him a bottle of water and quote unquote, thanking him for being there. I can't imagine in a million years why a police officer would do that. Why wouldn't a police officer say to a 17 year old kid, Go home. Nothing good can possibly come of this. At best, you're going to go home and not have done anything. That's the best case scenario. But you get a bunch of angry people around, long guns and short guns and pistols and the whole nine yards. Bad stuff's going to happen, folks. It's just, it's reality. And why a 17-year-old would be there doing that. Again, I'm not debate, we're not even debating the self-defense, not self-defense. I'm not even talking about that issue as of yet. I'm sure that there will be cases to be made for both of those positions. My question is, who thought this was a good idea? Who decided that that's what he should do? Did he decide it himself? Did someone encourage him? Where, where's the parents? If I found out Ben was going to a protest, I'd, I would quickly explain to him that that's a really bad idea. You don't. There's no reason for you to be at this protest. None. You on a protest? Go on social media, turn your thing black or whatever, and do that. But nothing good is going to come of you going down there to do this, especially taking an, an, an assault rifle. It's just an AR. It's not an assault rifle. I get it. But taking a long gun with you is just, it's not a good decision. Some people are going to say, but Dave, they had to, they had to stand up to these rioters. And I get the, I get the feeling. I get the emotion. I understand it. Why? What are you going to do? Seriously, what what are you going to do? I think that many of them, particularly the militia types, really want a gun battle. I There's a part of me that thinks that that's what they really want. There's a part of me that also knows that they're not competent to handle that, but neither are the rioters and the, the, the protesters, quote-unquote. Neither are they. And so... All of this is going to end badly. 
And none of the underlying issues, none of the underlying anger, none of the underlying questions will be answered. We'll simply shift the discussion from what's really going on here, why are, why are people rioting, what, are, what can we do about it, to was it self-defense or not? And at the end of the day, we're still not going to know the answer. At the end of the day, it ain't going to make any difference at all. None. 17-year-old is going to go to jail probably for a while. Another man is dead. Other people are injured. Whether he's acquitted of it or not, whether he's found in a, not guilty by reason of self-defense or not, is, well, I mean, it's, it's not really the question, is it? It's not really what we should be thinking about. What we should be thinking about is, why the hell was he there? Whose parents thought that, uh, sorry, now I'm going in circles. Probably because I don't have a show planned, because my guest didn't show up, and I really don't want to do the post office show, because really it's pointless. The postal scandal is a red herring. And if you don't know that by now, there's nothing I can do for you. That said, I'll be back tomorrow, hopefully with my guest, and we'll push Constitution Thursday to Friday and have some more to say about it then. Does that work work for y'all? I hope it does. Works for me. That's what really counts, right? I'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Have a great day.